What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Crimson Gaming Corner, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host, Jackson Day, and today I am joined by your new officers of GameCraft. This was just announced, like, what, a month ago? Not even. I think like not a, even like a week or two. Yes, okay. literally two weeks. So yeah. perfect. Well, in that case, introduce yourselves for those that don't know who you guys are, and then just give like your name, your role slash title, um, a favorite game or games because I know that's hard to decide for me, um, and then things you enjoy outside of gaming. Um, hi, I'm Orion. I am the president of GameCraft. Um, my favorite game is probably Enter the Gungeon. Um, some things that I enjoy outside of gaming, it's not that far outside of gaming, but it's Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, and I have a really shitty sense of humor, so get used to it. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, my name is Alex Guru. I'm the design officer. Uh, my favorite games are Horizon Forbidden West, Life is Strange, and Before Your Eyes. I just played that in VR. Yeah. It broke me. I was playing it in the library. Yeah. Sorry, little tangent. I like was full crying in that headset. I'm like, I have to keep this headset on until I'm done crying because I don't want to walk out of the library. I think I'm tears. immune to it now, but I've watched the ending for the game around nine times and cried for like 45 minutes straight each time afterwards. Yeah, that's intense. It's it, yeah, it's my favorite thing for ever. Sure. And, and I'm outside of gaming. Yeah, and outside of gaming, I'm a drummer slash musician. Nice. And as a fun fact, I'm from Europe. Yay. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Emily Ballin. Um, I'm the new art officer for the GameCraft server. Um, my favorite game of all time is Journey for, I think, the PS2. I'm good. But it's been like remastered, I feel like, a lot. I'm gonna Not be honest, I've actually never played it before, but it's my favorite because I, you know, I'm, I'm an artist, so I, I, I treasure, you know, visual design a lot. Yeah. And so it's just the, the visuals are just, Perfect, picturesque, amazing. Um, uh, things I enjoy outside of gaming. Ooh, uh, well, I can't say D and D because uh, Orion. I mean, you can. I mean, I could. Uh, I enjoy uh, art, obviously. But uh, another thing, I guess, it's a little bit different. Is I love extreme weather and like predicting weather with. Uh, so you were having a blast last week. Oh my god, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, I was so happy. <laughs> also. Help me out, because I'm going to be honest, I get really confused. There's Emily Ballon 2, and then there's oh, no. Emily... So is this just like two accounts that you run, or is no. this like two Emily <laughs> so Ballons? there's one account. However, there are... Uh, there's original Emily, and then there's Emily Ballon 2, and then there's Ermagerblin Verherbler, uh, which is... Uh, those, those last two are my clones. What does that mean? Like, they're, they're real people? They're accounts that you... Or do you just want to leave it at clones? Um... I'll try to explain to the best of my ability. Uh, during the officer elections, uh, someone, I'm not going to name any names, added uh, two more names to the art officer election because uh, there was it was just me. I was the only one who applied. And oh, okay. So then that sparked a bit of a narrative of my clones deciding to come <laughs> either kill me or entrap me. Uh, so we could be speaking to a clone right now, is what you're saying. You are speaking to. You are speaking this to. This is who we are speaking to. Oh, right. Yeah. As her roommate, I can confirm. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. That was, must have been a weird transition. See, I'm evil. <laughs> well, you see, yeah. we went to San Francisco and everything changed after that. <laughs> yeah. Disappeared for three hours all of a sudden. I, I, I got the honor of seeing the Emily containment unit. <laughs> yes, something that will hopefully never see the light of day. Right, we'll leave you with that, Charlie. Returning guest, but yeah, update us on how you've been doing. I guess I mean, and I've been doing well. I mean, for those of y'all who didn't listen to the previous GameCraft episode about Grindset, uh, my name is Charlie Sinclair. Uh, I'm actually the vice president for the upcoming for the upcoming year with Grind with GameCraft. I keep on saying Grindset. I don't know why, <laughs> but. Uh, in terms of my favorite games, I would have to say For Honor because I'm such a huge fighting game nerd, and uh, I, 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 I'm getting some look of, looks of disgust in, in this room, and all I will say to that is, look, For Honor is a good fighting game, and I, even though, yeah, the, the reaction times are, like, insane because it's literally, like, slow, who cares? It's a good game, in my opinion, except with the recent dodge changes. Revert those now, please. Anyways. Of course. Anyways, um, in terms of things I do outside of um, just video games and uh, 
like making games in general. I enjoy doing clay target. I'm a certified rescue diver with scuba diving. And yeah, I enjoy skiing in the winter. So yeah, that's mm -hmm. pretty much me. Nice. Hello. I'm Bobby. I'm gonna be I'm your engineer. I guess not yours, but you know, I'm the engineer officer. I uh so I guess for games wise, I'm I'm a fighting game head too. More traditional 2D fighting games, uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Street Fighter, that type of stuff. Uh, and kind of outside of that, I mainly like, I'm a kind of a sports head, unfortunately, or <laughs> fortunately. I I mean, not all sports are created equal, of course. I mean, if you t tell me anything about football, I will know nothing and just like shake my head and like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but if you tell me anything about volleyball, I'll love you. Volleyball. To the day. Volleyball is my sport. I love volleyball to death. Huh. It's, oh my God. It's I great. I don't know if I've met like a, a volleyball How fan. did I not know yeah. this? Volleyball. You play the volleyball games? I occasionally, time? I occasionally do at like the gym over the weekends. I don't, I used to be way more frequent uh, when I was back at home with it, but just because school stuff. And right. Yeah, I think that's the same for everyone. It's just hard yep. to like, cause like they have a kind of an intermediate volleyball class, which is, almost a pretty much a, right above my level of like skill like people who pretty much played competitively in high school and now are here and want to continue playing and i'm like uh i'm pretty i'm not like that good so but i still love volleyball it's so fun cool my only experience is with haikyuu so yeah no <laughs> hey, i i'm embarrassed to admit that i did start volleyball a year after i watched like two seasons understandable it's, it's, so it's a great anime it's i was anime. i was on a sports anime like <laughs> i looked up like top sports anime and i watched it with like every single one to like top 10 it was absurd <laughs> any you'd recommend outside of haikyuu then uh major is pretty fun major. i love major uh, okay yeah. Isn't there a weird like skating? It's, uh, <laughs> Yuri, yeah, Yuri on ice. I haven't. Yeah. Wa I've watched an episode. I probably should go back to it just because I'm curious. You've know. been watching Blue Lock. Blue Lock. I love Blue okay. Lock. I've been watching I've it. I finished yeah. it and I was like, <laughs> that is, that's pretty good. It's, it's really good. It, nothing makes me laugh more than Blue Lock. Oh my gosh! It's, it's so. Like, it takes itself so seriously. It takes great. A, it does, but also it feels like kind of sarcastic at the same time. Ball anime, though. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think you were referring to Skate the Infinity for the skateboarding. Yeah, I was gonna say that one as well. But Yuri on Ice was another one that, like, you know, skating, skateboarding. So yeah, pretty much the same thing, right? We're not gonna have anyone angry in the comments. Anyways, before we go into a little bit about GameCraft as a club. Um, for those that don't know, a little bit of housekeeping from GeekWave. Once again, this is the Crimson Gaming Corner, a gaming podcast from GeekWave where we chat with random guests like you to recap all the gaming stuff happening both at the U and across the world. Uh, you can find this podcast on all your favorite podcasting sites. Make sure to like, share, give us a rating, uh, and then follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore GeekWave and TikTok at the GeekWave. Join our Discord and then check out our website. Um, a couple of things we've added, uh, we got a review of Dredge, which is a horror fishing game from Black Salt Games, and then Terra Nil from Devolver Digital. Um, we want to give a huge shout out to those uh, publishers for giving us review codes, and those um, reviews are on the site right now. Make sure to go check them out and let us know what you think. And then we also had Creed 3 reactions come out. Um, we, you know, let it, or go check it out to make sure if we enjoyed it, whether we missed Rocky and all of that. And then next up, we've got Gardens of Galaxy Volume 3 coming out for Wishful Thinking. And then make sure to go to Crimson Gaming's end of semester banquet in the EAE building um, on April 14th from 4.30 to 8 p.m. That's going to be, I believe, April 14th. Yeah, April 14th. So make sure to check out that. Um, anything game track you guys want? You guys have that game jam, maybe, depending on how yeah. to this out. Um, we're... Uh, <laughs> We've got a, a game jam that's going to be happening either <coughs> the weekend of the 14th to the 16th or the week afterwards, the 21st to the 23rd. Um, we're currently leaving it up to the, the populace because of finals. We don't want to put too much stress on anybody. Yeah. Um, uh, but we will be having a meeting on whichever week does not have a game jam. So show up anyway. Cool. We will be in EAE Building 72 for that probably. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Cool. All right. With all of that out of the way, 
let's get into the main topic of the show, which is, of course, what the hell is GameCraft? <laughs> so, figured you guys can give a brief kind of explanation of what GameCraft is for those that don't know, what kind of events you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah. At the most basic level, we're a club about making games. Uh, we're all about learning to make games, having game jams, and honestly, being a community that's built around people who make games. Um, we are, as far as I'm aware, the second largest club on on campus with over 300 members. Uh, no, actually, I we're believe not. we're around 500. Are we around 500? Yes. Well, okay. Even better. If cool. not 500, we're like really close. Yeah. Um, to like add on to Orion, like we're open to anyone. I mean, it, it doesn't matter your experience or even your major. Like, if you just want to like get a new hobby or a new passion, just join us. Yeah. Game making games is like really rewarding, and yeah, so just join us. If, even if you think like if you've played a game before, it's you can learn how to make. If you learn how to make one, it makes playing games so much more rewarding because you know how it's made. You can it's, it. It's kind of like art. Yeah. It's like when you look at art, it's just art, right? And it's like up to you how you perceive it. And but when you learn the techniques of making art, and I know I'm kind of like taking the stride of the art officer here, but when you <laughs> I have many words, but I'll say when you, you know what, I mean, we can get into it. I mean, like when you look at when you understand the techniques of art and like how like all these different styles and like how art is made, it makes it can help you appreciate art a lot more because you look at the actual technique. Yes, you saved yourself there. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I'll second off of that. Playing a lot of specifically indie games for me of like, oh my gosh, like seeing, you know, I'm not nearly probably as experienced as you guys. I'm now making my first game with Tread, um, like traditional game development. But yeah, just being able to see that inside and then going back and playing games, it's crazy to me. Um, so you mentioned game jams. We've covered game jams a little bit with Geekwave, um, mm -hmm. but for those that don't know, a little bit of a brief explanation of what those are. I can probably take this. Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, game jams are kind of like these um, these like weekend long crunch times where like you get together with a team and you go through all the process of making a video game in that time. And it's most, most of the time it's 48 hours. We give a little bit of uh, buffer time for people trying to get their, uh, their games in last minute. But uh, usually, you know, it, it goes from, you know, there's a prompt and uh, that prompt is different every single time for each game jam. And you take that prompt and you decide to build a game based around it. Um, and you just you go through all the processes you go through you know brainstorming then you go like to making the art assets and the coding and uh some people even get sound effects and music in there um and then when it's all done and put together uh on the around five o'clock i think we've decided for uh the last few years um the officers uh, all five of us will come together we'll play everyone's game and uh, we just get to show them off to everyone who took part in the game jam. Right. And there's no like ranking or winning or anything like no, that. No, not right? really. Um, it's it's more just to, to just show the games than really to, uh, yeah, it, it's really it's really just an experience. It's less I, of I do want to make sure to add, we do not encourage or promote crunch culture or, uh, you know, encouraging yeah, people to work um, <laughs> to work insane hours we specifically motivate people to you know despite yeah. everything try their best but stay healthy and you know don't work 14 hours in a row and uh not sleep at all <laughs> i would not recommend it yeah however all of us have done that so yes yeah, yeah. except for <laughs> emily emily always sleeps yes i always get up at five o'clock and go to bed at nine don't Guys, yeah, guys, yeah. I'm, I'll help same you. schedule. Sounds like I'll help you. No, out, guys. but yeah, one of the first events I attended for GameCraft was that of like, look, game jams. Yes, they are forty-eight hours, but this is how you don't kill yourself in yeah. the weekend. Um, and it was really because, you know, my mind, I guess, because I haven't done a game jam before. Hopefully, I will soon. Um, was that for that forty-eight hours you are crunching, and like most of the time you don't get a lot of sleep, you don't eat a lot, and while that might be the case for some people and probably most of the time there is still like a community and like a perspective around just staying healthy because at the end of the day the more i guess 
healthy and the more time you give yourself time away can also make the game better is what I've heard. Oh yeah. 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 Getting the rest you need is super important. Um, I feel like um, Alex and I know a good deal about that considering that we do a lot of the game jams together since we're roommates. Specifically uh, to avoid issues with like, you know, GitHub and, living together and GitHub so much, little bit and losing the project five minutes before the deadline. Ooh, yeah, don't do that. Do not make sure you get your GitHub stuff in order, which is why I don't touch it because I am disaster bound. I'm <laughs> <laughs> naming conventions. Shush. We'll talk about naming conventions later. <laughs> cool. Um, so you've got game jams, mm -hmm. um, a couple of like the meetings as well. You said what yeah. are kind of a couple of examples or stuff that you do for that. Um, we do a lot of uh, talks that break down the industry and make it smaller and easier for people to understand ideas um, because n not everything is intuitive and not everything has a good YouTube video about it either. Yeah, that is very unfortunately. True. Documentation is not a uh, luxury, it is a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, we... We'll have um, meet and greets that are for like showing um, works that you've done outside of game jams, and there's all sorts of different things that we have, and we might even have some more coming up in the future. We also have uh, occasionally guest speakers from the yes, industry. Industry speakers, very nice. Who uh, come to you know share their perspectives yeah. and talk with people, answer questions. So it's a great way if you like want to get more specific like info from like inside the industry, and ask specifically about things. Yeah, highly recommend if anyone's going to those uh, those talks with ind industry professionals, uh, reach out to them get their email, just do some early networking because it helps, it, it, will, it will take you miles in the industry, it really will. I would like to emphasize the importence of uh, LinkedIn, which yes. I highly yes. recommend. I'm so bad. I oh, highly recommend, it is the best networking tool. Are we and I have this from, story? The, the, this Go is for it. specifically for, no. This is okay. specifically for Alex Moran, who uh, it encouraged me to get LinkedIn, and it has changed my life. It's true. It, 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 it is actually yeah. true. Yeah. I, I would say that I, I'm not just saying this. I, I we went to GDC, and I uh, accidentally met some really cool people, and LinkedIn was just an amazing tool for that. Yeah, for sure. I started using LinkedIn. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> I'm be honest. You don't want to but... name drop who you met. No. All right. All right. Maybe maybe after the mics go off. Now I'm curious. No, I, think you, I think you might know. I mean, LinkedIn. It was, it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No. Oh my god. No, no, no. As it was Vin Diesel. You're gonna be working on Arc Two, isn't it? I knew it. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. All I'm saying is LinkedIn got me like six hundred dollars worth of sushi one day. So Ooh, what yeah. can it do Whoa. for you? No, no, no. <laughs> we say this jokingly, but genuinely, the most important thing. Like I literally less than a year ago lived in the middle of nowhere in Switzerland, and now I came here and just this whole journey. I've met so many people and connected with so many people that I would have never known otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I literally didn't like. Everyone deals with imposter syndrome. I literally didn't do, I just put myself out there and said like, oh, hi. And that's how I met all the cool officers from last year who really motivated me to try and now apply for officer myself, which is which you made crazy. It, so yeah, <laughs> but just really networking, network, network. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be annoying, but like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Well, a couple of the actual talks that I've been to, that's a big thing that the industry professionals will say is like, look, we are always available to reach out. Like, I think it was the Santa Monica one specifically where it was like the actual artist and they were like, look, please, like here's our LinkedIn, here's our emails, reach out to us, please, 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 because we're curious to hear from you. We can get you places, we can help you out, basically. Yeah, networking is one of the biggest, uh, like, uh, helps, like helping things, I don't know, words. Uh, it's the best thing that we can help with on the game craft server. Uh, because there's already so many industry professionals who are on the server that are willing to talk, but we also have dedicated channels on the Discord server for job listings mm -hmm. and uh, connecting with people that could get you an internship. It, it's it's really important. Speaking of which, uh, this coming fall, make sure to watch out for the internships just going around mm -hmm. in the industry because oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. If you're, a, if you're a junior or a senior, you want to get on that as fast as possible. Yeah, I think Adam usually sends out some 
emails like yeah. on the weekly whenever those show up, and that's really helpful. He's still sending them out. I, oh, yeah. I applied for one like a couple weeks ago that he sent out. Shit, I missed it. And he started playing yeah. those. Yeah, well, speaking of Adam, I mean, like we we are going to do a lot. We're hopefully going to be able to do a lot of things with Adam, such as getting more industry professionals to maybe like show up and do a talk at GameCraft. So, I mean, like we'll have a bunch of like interesting people. Like hopefully, we'll have a bunch of interesting people show up and help give talks and help give give advice in the GameCraft server. So that is something that to look, to look out for for next year. Cool. I need to get talking to them. Then yeah. I need to have a couple of those guys on the podcast. <laughs> I myself have uh, a number of people that I've talked to that are alumni and graduates of the University of Utah that I'm hoping to bring in as well. Nice. Um, yeah, those are going to be some nice connections because it's sort of like the, the next direct step. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that'll help a lot. Cool. Yeah, I have one connection I'm trying to get in, but it's I'm sort of playing it slow. <laughs> I get that, yeah. You gotta put a long haul with the, with the big ones. <laughs> Here's hoping. I'm so you curious. Got You've got me so curious. <laughs> it's gonna blow your mind. Yeah, it, it will. Yeah, there's, there's some pretty crazy people that a lot of us have met. Yeah. And it's, it's literally just it's saying just hi. I, I, Can we advertise GDC? Because like that was... I am so mad I missed out. I didn't have enough money. I no, but I was it's watching so, so much behind the yeah. scenes so, stuff. Oh. You can at work GDC. for GDC and get the ticket for free, and then you can like get special travel stuff I, I, or something. I, I don't know about that. All no. I know is that like if you go to GDC early, it will change your life. Trust me. I also, like, uh, one thing, though, that it is true about GDC, and this, one of the indie devs who uh, won one of the awards because we watched the uh, Game Dev Awards, mm-hmm. went up on stage, and after winning an award, the first thing they said is just, like, I'm going to be a hater. GDC has a real accessibility issue, and so it's true that it's really, really expensive. Yeah. And it's really hard for a lot of people to get there. So it is something that's definitely worth saving up for, but mm-hmm. also it's, like... It is really expensive, yeah, but it's worth it to an extent. It's worth it, it to it, incredibly it, worth it. Oh, oh my god! Yes. Here's the thing: you will not always necessarily have the best experience, but it, it's it's a gamble. It, it's a bit yeah. of a gamble, yeah. but you could also have a really good experience. Yeah. So it's it's definitely worth it going there once or twice. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're gonna meet. Yeah. Yes, it's a great. It's like we we were talking about a lot of networking. It, it's it's probably networking is the reason to go as a student because especially in those later years junior senior and your um and if you're in the master's program uh you really want to get internships and jobs uh at gd at gdc and should we like say the actual like not the acronym uh, acronym like game, game developers conference. Yeah, game yeah. Hopefully, nope. if you're listening to this, you've heard of GDC. Just in case. Though. Just in case, yeah. It's the also, Game Developers Conference that happens yeah. in San Francisco or LA? San Francisco. San Francisco. It, does it move? No. no. I don't think it does. It's oh. always I know that there is a GDC that happens in Germany, or is that a different thing? Uh, I, there is a there's a big convention. There's a big convention, but I don't think I don't it's, it's GDC. GDC. Yeah, I think okay. it's... Maybe it's some acronym that has... Uh, yeah, maybe that's where. Okay. I, and one, one important th- thing, and a lot of people, I didn't know this myself, uh, but it's, uh, at the U, you get access to the GDC vault. So oh, yeah. if yes. there's any of the talks that you want to, yeah, yeah. at the library, you can go and ask, and you get all of the exclusive GDC talks that you normally need to pay thousands of dollars to see. So while going to GDC, I wouldn't necessarily go for the talks. I'd more go to just talk to people. Yeah. But if you do, if there are any talks from any year that you missed or that you're specifically interested in, you can just go to the library and get access to them. Dang. All for free. All for free. free. Well, yes. it only costs the insane tuition <laughs> of college. Oh, yeah, it doesn't cost the insane tuition of college. But, obviously. like, make use of the resources you're given yeah. here at the yeah. university. Yeah, like, you're, you're paying for it, use as much as you oh, can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, that's just a general piece of, of advice for, like, anyone. It's just I mean, use yeah. the resources that are provided to you. The best advice I got is, and this made me feel really, because, like, when moving here, I was like, wait, I'm going to... Salt Lake City. What's what, what's in Salt Lake City? And I was nervous about coming to the U, and because I was like, oh, does re- the reputation of your school matter or something? And for especially for like the games industry, it doesn't matter at all. And it, it, you just want to find a program that allows you to do the most with your time. And it's really you get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And so I really recommend like putting in the work, not just in classes, but like outside of classes, working on mm-hmm. personal projects, working on stuff, and just even if it's like. You could be worried about doing the right thing, and it's totally fine to make mistakes. But yeah. like, just get to working stuff. The more you work, the more stuff you get, the more familiar you get, the more experience you'll get. And yeah, and don't be afraid of mistakes or messing up because that's how you learn. 
Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get yes. as messy as you want. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're a game student. You're probably not showering already. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I recommend showering. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, it, there's there's this meme that I saw where it's like you know describing every major with like a five second video. And when it came to computer science majors, which we are basically computer science major when majors depends. But with graphics, you definitely are. Yes. Yeah, we are engineers by technicality. Yeah. But uh, it when it came to computer science majors, like. Turns on the shower, doesn't enter, turns off the shower, leaves. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's the I'm not going to say Guys, really don't waste water. Don't waste water, guys. You live in a desert. Don't shower. Oh, tell me about it. Salt Lake. Yeah, you got to save the Salt Lake somehow, you know? <laughs> and I mean, maybe like piggyback off this whole idea of like making mistakes. Like, I, I guess like to go back, circle back to GameCraft. Like, GameCraft is definitely a big community where like, you can make mistakes and people will help you figure out where you made the mistakes and how to improve your work. Come so. to GameCraft and fuck up terribly. It'll yeah, be great. Exactly. Oh, yes, yes. So, like, reviews and getting uh, art critique or just critique for, like, projects in general, we have an entire dedicated, like, channel, and, and mul I think multiple for that. Mm -hmm. um, and the, like, we, the officers, past officers, uh, uh, or other just game uh, GameCraft members can, you know, help you out and it's super nice. As well as a number of probably 50 or 60 people who are working actively in the industry. Yes. Um, yeah. So yes. they know what what is good. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. They've gone they through what you are going through. I always look through those times. I'm like, oh my gosh, Insomniac or like the, what was the other? I don't know. Insomniac's the only one that comes There's forward. a lot of Blizzards. Epic Blizzard. Games. Was, yeah, Epic I've Games. Seen, uh, yeah, I've seen Blizzard. Um, I think... I think we have some from Annapurna as well. We do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Stray. Oh, yeah. Stray. Good. Yeah, we got people up. We got people in 2K, um, Avalanche, Avalanche Dynamics, yeah, High Res, which recently put out the very. I think did High Res what put out the hit game um, Hi-Fi Rush or No? Hi-Fi Rush is so good. Yes, oh Hi-Fi Rush is amazing. I've been wanting to talk about it for dude. Ever. It's awesome. Yeah, we also got people up in Respawn though as well and Rockstar. So we have a, we have a lot of people who are like in really like big like companies that are like successful and treat them. Yeah. And from what I've heard at least, they treat their employees well. Like I think Avalanche after um, a couple of, a bit of crunch with well, Harry yeah. Potter basically gave bonuses to all their employees for getting There was out, a lot so. of weird stuff that was happening at Avalanche and it seems like they've been doing a good job of regaining yeah. stuff after that, which is nice. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to get an in on those companies or if you just like want to know like, hey, how does the company work how like what's your job within the company? You can ask these people because they're open to all this all these questions. That's why they're there. Yeah. So cool. So looking forward to the next semester or year with you guys in charge. Is there anything that you're like, I guess, looking forward to, or anything that the club members should be looking forward to with you guys taking over? There's a lot, I think. I'm at the very least looking forward to meeting all sorts of new people and working with them. But okay. uh, I'll let you guys talk about the 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 bigger things. So we're planning world domination. Yes. Oh, perfect! It's yes. about time, you know. <laughs> video games. It starts with world. games, it and starts it starts with, with yeah. the place where video games began here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It starts where where we made the first ever animated hand, baby. That's right. Okay. And the first VR. It's a history for you. Uh, the yes. first three models. Yeah. Space Wars. <laughs> yes. Uh, digital Sorry. happened here. <laughs> yeah. Literally, oh like, gosh. we were the fourth node on the internet ever. Yeah, we were. And, and we had the engineering building. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we were the fourth node on the internet ever. We made the first ever, um, like, 3D digital, like, kind of, like, was model. Was it the teapot? That was yeah, the teapot. Yeah, yeah, and we made the first ever 3D animation, which was the hand. Yes. Yeah. Which, and the first actually, VR headset. I just learned that, like, a couple wait, of weeks actually? ago. Actually, yeah. Yo, that, it looked like know. shit. And, it was, like, a, a giant room dedicated <laughs> to this giant-looking thing on your head. But it was a I, VR headset. I will add, the, the one of the per people who worked on the animation of the hand actually went on to direct The Incredibles. So Holy shit. Yeah. Oh dang! All right, yeah. This is this is also just to note the uh, current president of Nintendo. Doug Bell. Doug Bell. He's and actually come for a couple speeches. Yes. And yeah. he, he was did with the a college graduation speech last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. He come. Well, it's funny. I follow. Right, for those that don't follow the U of U, I think it's either esports or something because they'll tweet because he'll just show up in the u of u esports just show, yeah u of u esports he'll just show up and they'll tweet it out like hey doug bowser is here and i met so many people that like went got their switches signed he's usually only there for like a couple hours though yeah. 
Oh yeah, by the way, shout out to the League of Legends team for being the pack you That's what I was gonna yes, I knew I was forgetting something yeah, in the house I, 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 I worked I worked the stream for that game. We actually <laughs> went down on game one for no reason, then it went back up five seconds later. I was confused about that. I yeah. saw it on my notifications. I was like, oh okay, they like went up five seconds. Okay, weird. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 for like no reason the stream just dies and then it just comes back up. So it was like yeah. Twitch's fault. But like we we it was a really great series. We won three three one, so and that's like national level well not yet not we, yet we are pack you so pack we, you yeah national we're pack you champs national level is after two games so we win two games and then we're in like the elite eight if you will and we go to um sea law so wow well yeah props to them you yeah. ran out of applause um cool uh okay last question and then we'll go on to our other topic of today which is all right we'll do two what are some things that you recommend for new people looking to participate you kind of talk about this a little bit charlie which is just do it but is there anything like any tips or tricks for getting into this or just game development in well general? past the nike motto um i think uh oh wow so obviously yeah just do it but um oh man reaching out to people like i know we've talked about this a lot already but like networking incredibly important talking to people making friends is the best way um to just like to get into it uh, get into it and then um and, and game jams is another thing uh you want to get experience before you get into the industry and game jams are the way to do that um game jams and longer form video game projects um and we might be doing something with that later uh but uh the the thing that got me into the gamescraft server and uh to like to this amazing group of friends that i have now uh at the university was through game jams i started my first game jam with like a group of four people and then my second game jam was a group of 25. whoa yes <laughs> oh yeah uh yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about yep it's kind uh, of yeah awesome. so highly recommend game jams just yeah. off yeah. everything yeah. what i would i'm gonna recommend something maybe not very different but like this is where I also hope GameCraft will, imp- well, not necessarily improve, but helps any person new member. Is like your first year as a game developer is very important because it's going to warp most of your perception of what you think about the industry, and that's why f- the most what I want from GameCraft a lot of the time is going to be like kind of re- finding making a lot of students find that group for them, and not just like you know one group that dominates all and you're in or you're out. Um, so. What I'm hoping for students to do is like really honestly go make a project and like just start on something and like we talked about go fuck up right but like <laughs> what what that means it's like it could mean going at your dream game and realizing your dream game kind of sucks and then cry I I that was my first game and oh my god that was an awful experience and then you have to kind of make a decision point from there of what you want to do with your life and continue <laughs> it and move forward i would honestly the most important thing is like figure out if this is for you <laughs> because it's like this is a very open and inclusive and i hope anyone who really is committed and interested is doing it but don't force yourself to do it if you really don't believe it's for you like this is not easy i i don't like to like get into the uh there's a lot of things to learn, and it's there's infinite depth and infinite opportunity. But at the same time, you gotta have to like really put yourself constantly, be putting yourself out there. And what I hope GameCraft can do is make that burden of how difficult it is to get into that a little bit easier. And I mean, it is a mental tool. Yeah. yeah. And like to add on to Bobby's point, I mean, like, yeah, it's like if you really got into it, it's like really, really hard, and you have to commit yourself to get to like doing it. But I mean, that shouldn't stop people from like at least exploring the passion. Right. So like, I mean, if you if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I really love video games, I might as well learn how to make one. You know, do it. You're never going to know if you're good at it or not if you don't even try in the first place. And GameCraft is just a really great community that'll help you get started. And I feel like that. And because I mean, like, I'm going to be pretty blunt. I was just a wee freshman. And like, quick, quick little small fact. I'm turning 18 in two weeks, so you know I, I kind of had the. You still are a little freshman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm also a wee freshman, but I'm 20. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like really weird to be like you knowing like you're like the youngest guy in like the entire crowd. See, so this is I was that was me when I worked a part time job. I was easily the youngest manager, whatever, and it felt always so weird. Yeah. I know how you feel. Yeah. So 
God, I feel so fucking old. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it's only a couple of months. Yeah. It's a freshman. <laughs> I, I'm so 20 I, in a couple months. So, so. Yeah. I am 20. I mean, the point I'm trying to make out of this is that you might be like, you might be like, oh my God, game, game making games might be very hard or any, or like have any sort of like fears, but just throw yourself into the ring and GameCraft's community will help you become really good. And I'll put it to you this way. I mean, there was once this talk, given, I don't remember the guy, but he gave, he basically said something along the lines of, if you spend 18 minutes a day doing something every single day of the year, you would have put in 100 hours of that thing. So, I mean, if you want to like practice game dev like 18 minutes a day, you would have had 100 hours of game dev experience and you would, pr and you would be really good at game development. So, I mean, obviously some people like me put a lot more into that, but like you can, Join GameCraft, even if you feel like you're going to be really bad, turn you can become really, really good, and we have a community that can support you to get there. So yeah, game like to wrap it all up, yes, making games can be very hard. Knowing like all the intricacies can be really, really difficult, but getting started and learning the basics is really easy. And once you learn the basics, it's really easy to start understanding the more complicated ideas of game making games. You miss 100% of the shots you don't <laughs> take. You miss 100% of the questions you don't answer. Exactly. I'm big on the fuck around and find out mentality. Yes. Yeah. That little graph. Okay, this is, might, yeah. I, I've heard this a lot from Mad Mercer, but it's like a lot of people, it's just like, do shit a lot of people who get to places or they just do stuff and they didn't know because they didn't know any better yeah they just just <laughs> it doesn't matter how you do it just fucking do shit and eventually you'll um it'll work it, it might well no it's not that it will work but if you put it will, it will never have a chance of working if you never do anything <laughs> yeah. yeah not everything works out but the things that do will only ever push you forward and one of the great things about game dev is that there's a lot of tutorials on youtube that you can follow and you can learn a lot about how the engine works in relation to like whatever you're like coding or like importing with art, et cetera. So literally half of my class right now is just YouTubing. I mean, yeah. Honestly, out, so. YouTube will get you so far. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be honest right now. I am the art officer. I haven't taken a single formal art class ever. And here I am trying to be like, I don't know, someone who I, I definitely, feel like I have a, a lot of space in my shoes to fill for Jed, because he's pretty amazing. He does yeah. wear clown shoes. Which, by the way, I don't know if Jed has ever taken a formal. He was in my, he is in my intro to game design class. Well, hell, uh, so, self-taught, you know, let's, let's yeah. go. I, I have to double check. Maybe I I'm getting that name I don't wrong. think he has. Yeah. Look, so, I, I'm I, the design officer, but I'm having an identity crisis between level design and environment art, so. Yeah. I, I always give my favorite advice, I had a, a teacher who gave like a whole speech about learning to learn and basically f learn it's there's a lot to it finding like there's going to be like kind of the mental side of it of like what is it visual audio is it going to be passive is it active finding like what works for you to be engaged for because you, you're in for the long haul that's the thing to remember you this isn't one of those we talk about like kind of we kind of a little bit glorify like kind of spending 14 hours straight working on a project <laughs> but the reason why i think you got to be you're in the long haul and if you do stuff like this on a like these like day by day basis you will burn out and you will not continue so finding like a way to continuously learn for basically think of it like a five you're doing this for like five years <laughs> like probably continuously or trying to figure out like you're continuously growing and uh I don't know find like maybe it is youtube videos maybe it's hopefully i found it through community is a big one finding a purpose is like hey finding an objective and then by at all costs trying to like figure it out um there's going to be like and then i mean there was another part of that talk i won't get into because it's really good but it's just like i don't know learn to learn uh figure out learn about yourself be honest with yourself don't just do you i i talk about this because the best engineer i know does not watch YouTube tutorial videos. Hmm. He's like a crackhead. <laughs> well, not like druggy, but like oh. what he can do. Uh, I mean, if you want proof, we made 5D chess mixed with Hotline Miami. 
and he did the entire 5d chess element of like time and like literally two hours like an hour and a half he's he's great and i talked to him about it he's like yeah i've like i learned in a different way and he's just like there's a lot of things i think there's a i don't want people to think like there's there's a right way of doing this at the end of the day trying to find like who you are and then how that mean what that means to you and figuring that out first i think is way more important than trying to like find the right way to learn essentially yeah that was that's awesome Holy yeah cow. self-discovery yeah it's honestly honestly it's like mm-hmm. this exactly so we'll provide resources but don't think those resources are necessarily the way is basically what i try to say college is also to give you a fancy paper that lets you get jobs literally yeah yeah, I yeah i'm gonna be honest after gdc uh it kind of reworked how i thought about college like it's no longer i just go to the classes and expect to learn how to video game um it's it's a lot more of like just realizing that college gives you the resources that you need to get where you want to go and but puts you, you in the positions to meet yeah. the people that exactly. will help you it's i had a network, shift of that. yeah networking is the most important part of college and it's also it's really this is the thing you can get through college um at least in the u.s you can get through college by doing the bare minimum and just filling in the minimum assignments and then at the end you get your paper and you don't have anything on top of that and so it's it's, it is really you get out of it what you put into it you really need to put in the work outside of just doing the bare minimum yeah it took me like a year to figure that out where like i was barely even attending classes uh anything else we want to wrap up in terms of game craft before we go to the next topic i'm excited for the next topic Come yeah. to the events. Come Please. over. What? Most of us don't bite. Emily Ballin does, but the rest of us well, do. This is factually true, <laughs> actually, actually. Wait, what? I, I never hey, heard <laughs> I have drawn blood from a friend. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, okay. okay, so when are the events? Real quick. Um, usually they're Fridays. Usually they're Fridays. Um, they'll start at 5, 5.30-ish. Um, and then... We'll have two more this year before finals week, and then um, they'll start up probably the first or second week of school once we come back. Also, mm-hmm. also are other, they the same nights as Crimson Gaming, or are you guys trying to fluctuate in between? Well, we should probably we should probably figure that, that out because yeah. I would love to attend. I'm so next semester I'm probably going to try to attend a lot of the Crimson Gaming ones, and I'd mm-hmm. love to attend some of yours too. Right. So, we'll, all right, we'll I'm in that, that purple. Are you guys in the purple server? Oh, what? Okay, <laughs> we are I'll all there. Yeah. The prim- yeah, the Crimson Gaming has a purple leadership server, oh. which you can communicate directly yeah. with. Them. Yeah, we're not in there yet. Okay, so old game gen- or game craft ones were. So yeah. we should yeah. figure that out. Um, we cool. just did the server takeover. So. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. I'm gonna like take Alex for about an entire day. day so <laughs> I'm just on top of it. I'm, <laughs> a lot of us officers are probably. I mean, I don't know. I feel like after the officer takeover. Uh, we might be a little bit more uh, present on the server. Awesome. Like, that we I just, yeah. Also, this is really important. Uh, this is going to be an ad for any engineers part of GameCraft who want to like also take place and help support. I have some plans that I'm going to need like a lot of engineer help for basically okay. any newbies and recruits. So if you're interested in that or I'll helping out with anyone, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, just message me on the GameCraft server or at me or just. DM and I'll do we want to perfect. Just, like, promote ourselves like each of us real quick. We can do that at the end. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll, yeah. All right. This should not be on the air, but is sure. is Isabel White part of the Yeah. Okay, I can touch. Is she Yeah. She she's she part of Grindset, so yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing her in that server actually. She was the one that was like yeah. well, super she, she, nice she about did. getting me in there. So Yeah. Well she, I mean she was you were interviewing her along with all the yeah. rest of us. No. So, yeah. She was great. Cool. Then we're going to transition into a rather new topic that I'm exploring called Geek Dive. This is something that we're all kind of doing with GeekWave, whether it be TikTok, video, or something, where we just do a deep dive into either a specific game, but this time we're going to do a specific genre sort of thing. So I'm curious, are there any games that you guys have played or seen or any shows that have helped you kind of learn more about game design. And this could also be classes that we've taken at the U since I think everyone here is a game design major. So I'm uh, curious. I believe, are, are, are you a game design major? You I mean, serious? you're taking hosts. No, I'm a game design major. Game design major? CS minor. CS minor, okay. I regret 2420, please help. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, we'll make it through. Yeah. I, I only need to get a 50 out of 75 on the last midterm to not automatically fail the class. We, I, 
I've done that a couple of times in coding <laughs> classes, don't worry. Yeah. It, it has this silly policy where you fail if you do bad on the midterms. Mm -hmm. I hate that. But yeah, any ideas? Mind, it's, it's a little bit weird. It's a PC building simulator. And I recommend it for anyone who's interested in 3D art. Hmm. Because the engine, the game itself is like, it's fine. <laughs> but but you can take apart and look very in depth at every single component and see exactly how much effort was put into making them. And you can learn a lot from just dissecting what they made in every single little teeny tiny uh, computer part. Interesting. I would. That's so far away from the first thing I would have thought of. <laughs> but PC building simulator. Okay. Let yeah. me check that out. Cool. Any other ideas? <laughs> this is sort of. This, it, it's like big triple A game, but like no, some of Naughty Dog's, if you're into level design, I'm talking specifically about level design, a lot of like linear story games, even though they can be linear, you it's ones that are like linear with open world elements, you really want to pay attention to how the game subtly navigates the player through the environment. Mm -hmm. uh, really funny example of this, or it's not funny, but it's a, it's a great example of this. There's a specific scene in Uncharted 4 where it is an open area and there's no guidance whatsoever on the surface. And you walk through this ruin and this area and the camera just slightly pans out in just a very specific way. And there's a very specific architecture to the level where it doesn't tell you where to go at all. But I, I watched a compilation of like 40 YouTubers playing through that section and they all did the exact same camera movement, looked in the same area and walked down the staircase in the same way, arrived at the wrong turn in the same way and backtracked and found the way out. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of things with like looking at like what's the intention behind like there, there's a th difference between like playing a game as like a game enjoyer and like someone who's like actually trying to like get into the mind of the devs who made this game and why that happens mm -hmm. or it might not even be the devs attention it, intention but like why does how does this game make you feel and why does this game work in the way that it does yeah. I, so my sister is playing through Uncharted 4 right now. She doesn't play a lot of games, which is really interesting because she doesn't know a lot of the tropes that go around with that, right? And watching her play through it, and sometimes she picks up on like the camera movements like you're saying with Uncharted, and sometimes she just ignores them completely, which I find so interesting. Um, there was like one moment where she's running away from her truck, and there's an obvious staircase she's supposed to go up to the left, and she just didn't catch it. And so now in my designer brain, I'm like, okay, so what's, like, obviously that works for most people that play games, why isn't it working for her? And now, I don't know. Yeah, I love watching I, her one play. My dad has had the biggest character growth with third person controlling <laughs> because I got him to play The Last of Us, mm -hmm. uh, part one uh, as his first game and then Uncharted. Um, and he went from, you know, running up to the wall, staring straight at the wall and jumping up in, in the same spot uh, to now being able to beat the game in hard mode. <laughs> so, Ooh, so nice. no, my dad- progression. Yeah, so, my dad so couldn't make that. He, 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 he played through Red Dead, he played through uh, th things and now he's just like he's just playing games and he's just messaging me, hey, when do you when do you want to play this game online and stuff. That's awesome, dang. Cool. All right, well, uh, I feel like we're kind of just going down the line here. Um, I have a few things. Uh, I suppose this is part of game development, but as I'm the art officer, of, of course, I'm going to want to talk about art. Uh, in this case, animation specifically. You talked about TV shows, um, so I'm going to bring up two things that uh, I that are relatively new that I think are really important to watch. They're both YouTube shows. Um, and so the first one is for 2D animation, which is, um, it's called Lackadaisy. I don't know if anyone here else has seen it, but it's an incredible 2D animated pilot um, that uh, you you can you can just you can watch it and then afterwards if when you're done finished like when you're finished watching it I would highly recommend finding the people uh, in the cast who worked on animating the show because a lot of their like Twitter accounts and their YouTube channels actually have breakdowns of how they did the animation and their and their process uh, which is huge for people who are interested in learning how to animate because then you can you can analyze their work and figure out how they did it. Now, same thing goes for the second show I'm going to mention, which is called Murder Drones, and you're going to give me shit for this. I know you are. Um, but it's a really good, like, currently I think there's four episodes out. It's, um, this this one is 3D animated. It's all, like, CGI, and I think it's done in Unreal Engine. Um, and 
Uh, it's got incredible rendering, but the animation itself is just so pristine and smooth. And uh, and I highly recommend doing the same thing I, I uh, recommended with Lackadaisy, which is to go like find the, the cast who worked on the animations and everything and look at their process shots because they have those as well. They have like uh, shots of stuff before it was like rendered and they have like the rigging and everything. It's it's really good for a resource when you're when you're trying to get into 3D and 2D animation. These two shows, highly recommend watching. Yeah, I definitely check those out because I'm I'm struggling with some 3D animation right now, as we were saying before. But yeah, cool. Got any Charlie? Well, I am going into production, so this is for all y'all pr producers out there, and also project managers if you're in the business major. Um, play 4X games like Stellaris or mm -hmm. Crusader Kings 3 or even Hearts of Iron 4. I mean, like a lot of the kind of how to put it, like a lot of the things you have to worry about, especially as a project manager, like you know, overview, overview of like you know what, how much money do we have? How much time is everything going to take? Do we have the resources to get stuff done? Oh no, something happened. What do I reallocate? And what do I cut off? All of that is like you can figure like all that is simulated in 4x games so for example let's take Stellaris you know you start off the game you need to find your you need to find the planets to explore and colonize you do that you start building up your industries on your planets you figure out what, what like hey do I specialize the planet on this do I specialize the planet on that what do I specialize in early so and if I do specialize on this early then do I accept the fact that I will have less of other resources later on in the game and is that a risk I'm willing to take so like a lot of kind of like, you know, macro kind of ideas that you need to know as, as a producer or as a project manager can be really easily like explained and explored and kind of like simulated in 4X games. So Crusader Kings 3, Hearts of Iron 4, Stellaris. I would play those absolutely 100%. I think either half of those or most of those are on Game Pass. All of them are actually. All of them are on Game Pass. All of them are on Game, yeah, Game Crusader Pass. Crusader Kings is free. Oh, it's just free in general. It's just free. Wait, okay. the OG Crusader Kings? Or Crusader Kings 3 is three. free. Wait, cr wait, what? CK3 is free on Steam. Wow. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently playing CK3 on Game Pass. I want to get CK3, like, legit. It's, just in case, like, for some yeah. reason I stop playing Game Pass, I want to keep on playing CK3. It, 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 none of the DLC comes with it. So that's fair. It's, it's like $140 oh, so if you really want it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, that's paradox in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah funny. <laughs> $500 for full game. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah. So I have kind of two small things. Well, the first is like, I'm a fighting game head. So that means like, I feel like fighting game design is literally just a study of emotions. <laughs> because it's just like, how do we perceive fairness how do we perceive reward? How do we perceive all these things that make like, how do we care? Why do we care about games essentially? Like in the end, we we really attach or like finding mental attachments to these like kind of, you know, game characters or game design elements and really it, like fighting games for me was like the trigger of like, oh shit, maybe I do want to do game development for like design purposes. Mm. The other thing that really got me into game development was uh was actually narratively was like, fantasy novels like there's uh brandon sanderson mm -hmm. does like the his like a whole lecture series on youtube and it's like maybe like my favorite youtube series i've ever yeah. seen i have uh, those in my watch later i've yet to actually Dude, watch through them it's but. promises progress payoff changes your perspective on narrative forever if you like those three yeah. things so like having a structure of how you like to like determine how to write stories i think it's like one of the most important things if i was into narrative i like narrative is probably the second thing i would go into if like hmm. this engineering thing wasn't so fun <laughs> but yeah that's like yeah it's so i don't know that's like the two genres where i look yeah. to it and i'm like well i know the Riot, their new fighting game, they keep putting out videos of little behind. It's like only two minutes. Anyway. Yeah. But even just that, I'm like, man, just the idea of making a fight. I play a decent amount of Guilty Gear Strive too yeah. with some friends who are way better than I am. But just the idea of like, yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, how much stuff. But even like, for example, like Riot making it a tag team fighter. Like, <laughs> yeah. tag team fighters are notorious for being the most jank. And bullshit and like hey you're getting yes. attacked on both sides and this is unblockable and now you're crying <laughs> yeah, like real, this real. is literally why i think fighting games are almost just like <laughs> there's it is like the most emotional like study like 
it is there's some company out there who just makes these things just to study human emotions because <laughs> this is like the best way possible like yeah. actually real emotions so <laughs> i mean like yeah what's better than just getting options selected on every is, move because you have a tag team which is why i like to announce that i'm now recruiting people for a game development project to do uh, psycho psychological studies on uh you know random people so if you're interested in that oh, nice. no I, I emotions in games i really like that you brought that up because emotions in games are so powerful i mean just going back to the game we talked about earlier before, before your eyes, eyes yeah. it is just it is such a every artistic medium has like its own merits and its own way that it makes you experience something and what games is really good at is it allows you to like be put into mm -hmm. like be a part a moving piece in the world yeah this is why i was curious with the last of us show if it hits his heart and from what i've seen actually it doesn't hit his heart which i think is interesting and we'll see with season two because that hit me a lot i like i've never cried more than the last of us part two's ending and i'm curious to see what happens with season two i haven't seen season one because i don't have hbo <laughs> I, I think what i like um so personally i haven't seen the last of us show but i do know the game um, and I think what's really important about just having uh, the TV show or just like video game adaptations for like film in general is the fact that it gets an older generation involved mm -hmm. in video games. And I think that's really important because a lot like, I mean, we don't want another moral panic of like, oh, video games is violence and it causes, you know, people yeah. to be more violent in school shootings. If that. you want to traumatize a parent, show them the first 20 minutes of The Last of Us Part 1. Yes. Yeah. That is, in Which my opinion, now you can with the show. That's, in my opinion, yeah. The Last of Us Part 1's intro is like one of the greatest intros of anything of okay. all time. And you say older generation. Yeah. Mario so, movie is now like one of the, I think it's the most successful animated yeah. movie for like its time or whatever. It is. So now we have the new generation as well getting into this. So um, the reason why I bring up the old generation though is because my parents watched The Last of Us and the they said in the, the first 20 minutes they just straight up cried. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, well join the join the club. Yeah. <laughs> There's also um The Witcher. Yeah. Was yes. really big for a lot of people. I watched that with my mom. Yeah, that one's really Oi Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely yeah, Okay, but hear me out. Have any of you played Gwent? Yes, I actually owned. There's a phone game, and I had it for so yeah. long. Oh, it's so good. I mean, but to add on to like the whole like thing about video games, I mean, the next gold mine. Like, I know because I have a bunch of friends who are like big nerds about movies, and like a lot of them are saying like, you know, superhero movies are dying. What's the next gold mine in like you know cash cow for movie studios? It's video game adaptations. Yeah, for sure. So we are going to get so many bad video game adaptations. But I'm yeah, so, here but, for it. Yeah, but you know like, what? I am so here for it. The original Mario movie was a dumpster fire, and I love it. it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. and I mean like a lot of like people now are, like are figuring out that hey, if I just like take a video game IP and tell a good story with it, I'm going to get a lot of money. So the, you know that is that is the next like well I think I that's games, the next goldmine. I just don't do the Witcher adaptation on Netflix where the writers actively laughed at the source material. Real. That's just, why uh, Henry left. Yes, yeah, he exactly. Full on said it. I, yeah. I love that man. I, He's yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm Basically. I'm actually fifty fifty about that because I get like there's definitely money to be made in film for video games, but we've also this isn't like the new a new thing for like film and video games necessarily of like people trying to make money off of them. Well, now. Like, we have the good adaptations. We do have good adaptations. Yeah, yeah, we have like good adaptations, but I feel like that's like the same. I don't know. I feel like maybe you could make the argument that like there are certain IPs where it's like good adaptations will definitely make more money than probably just a good story in general. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, the Mario movie, I wouldn't say is like a new revolution of cinema. <laughs> it's just a no, big. No, no. <laughs> It's probably more of a proof of concept of marketing to me. It's it's proof that um, you can make a video game adaptation and you will make money. And because of that, we'll start seeing um, video game movies at the same rate we were seeing hero movies like before COVID. I think it's I more. more wasn't the beginning of that though. No, it's not. Definitely more around can we talk the about time arcade? of uh, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic and Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Detective Pikachu and then Sonic the Hedgehog. Obviously, Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one. I got the it. Of the other people. Yeah. But uh, okay. I saw Detective Pikachu, and while it was, like, it's a good movie. It's obviously not, like, the height of cinema or anything, but, like, I would watch it again, honestly. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty good. And I feel like after those first two, video game adaptations started getting way better really fast. I, 
And it's just because people actually care about, like, we have people who grew up with the games yeah. who are now able to make the exactly. shows, and that I think that's why, for sure. And I think, for example, I like Mario movie is more of a proof of concept of marketing to me oh, of sure. like, okay. like that you can yeah. get a ton of celebrities that would be very, very funny to put in a like a video game character role that you would like never see them in, and then you could like get a ton of people to watch that. I think that's way more of a proof of that than like. Like video games being successful. I mean, if you put that cast in any movie, it would be. I would be surprised if it like end up flopping. I think yeah. the Mario movie definitely took that to the extreme. But I don't like, know. Uncharted though, Uncharted <laughs> you was kind of not great. Uncharted I'm, was bad. You put, you put I, that cast in Uncharted. Everyone loves Uncharted for a my, completely different reason. <laughs> my mom loved the Uncharted movie, and she told me it was like, oh my god, it's so good. And I was like, mom, no, mom, yeah. no. It's a good story. Isn't it an Uncharted story? No. no. My, me, my sister. It was a it. cinematic experience. It was one of them, yeah. It's yeah, Indiana it Jones, but with CGI. <laughs> and Tom Holland. And yeah. Tom Holland. <laughs> Which, really don't even give me why Tom Holland is so bitch. I feel like it was the wrong pick. It was. I, I think Mark Wahlberg, wasn't the whole idea that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to do it, and yeah. then like five years went by and they still hadn't made the movie, so they had to transition? Uh, yeah, that was I, such a dumpster fire. No, he, so he still has that baby face. You can't put him in no. Uncharted. It, yeah, I don't know. In like it's, ten years, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think he'll still have the baby face. I. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he just doesn't age. You know. <laughs> I definitely think it'll be the hardest thing for like game film and shows in general. Though it's like the audience, like the mix of audience who have played the game versus trying to also attract a new audience who haven't. Exactly. And it's like they're very conflicting interest of like who you try to appeal it to at times, or at least corporately, I think they think so. Yeah. So yeah. it's like until that meth like mentality changes, I I'm not like that's why I'm mainly like really 50-50 if we'll actually see like games take over, like game film take over. Well, Especially because there are already stories that are written in games. And I don't think film writers love rewriting stories as mm -hmm. much for media that wasn't created for film. It's just like, it's not very inspired at the end of the I day. I think differ, mm -hmm. actually. Oh, They've really? been doing novel adaptations for years. Yeah. Okay, I mean, true. Hmm. That's been like a thing yeah, you're since right. films started. Yeah, there will yeah. always be a Star Wars expanded universe. After the three movies, literally this giant explosion of like, Mil like a million books, basically. Yeah, and then Disney happened. I'll, we don't talk about that. I'll argue to be to fair, expanded universe did have some pretty um not optimal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do agree with that, <laughs> but like it, it did have some very very like yeah. It, I'm not saying Disney's any better, but yeah, no. Just like I'll put it this way: Disney could have taken like the big major stories from the expanded right. universe that were like good. And like, then kind of like make the and like just retell those. This is but, just me, but like Star Wars is one of my favorite universes of all time. Like as a setting, a, yeah. a stylistic thing, and the potential for like stories within the like infinite galaxy. But some of the movies, I mean, yeah, I don't know. After Very Andor, funny. Star Wars has kind of been ruined for me because Andor was too good. Andor, Andor was, was fucking so amazing. Good. It's so good. Like I don't know if I can. I've tried going back and watching like Mandalorian, for example. I'm like. Just doesn't hit the same. It okay, just doesn't you, hit the same. I am on the same boat as you. You I, haven't watched it. Mandalorian got ruined for me by a friend of mine who explained it way too much and realized <laughs> that there was like so many plot holes. And then I watched Andor and I was like, fuck, this is good. And so now I can't watch Mandalorian anymore. Andor is amazing. Andor and the sad part is, is that the next season of Andor might be the last season because mm. the main actor just doesn't want to do Cassian Andor. Because he's he himself said like look if I if I had to do like five seasons of this character it would kill me I just don't I also like don't think it's character. a show that should go on for five seasons though. yeah I like, agree too because at the end of the day he's going to spoil alert he's going to die in Rogue One yeah. how long can you drag <laughs> the show out that like, was what I, I like that, that is what I loved about Rogue One though is that it introduced a concise story oh, yeah. and it ended and it concluded the story the, the yeah. strongest thing about Star Wars and this is one thing that I did like one of the good directions that Disney did go with like Mandalorian originally and stuff is that Star Wars lends itself really well to smaller stories yeah, and like yeah. everything I mean, happening of around. is amazing because of that each episode oh, is like the animation? the animation yeah. Clone Wars yeah. is my favorite so Clone Wars, Clone Wars has like a lot of people who say that that Visions wasn't good and I think like while obviously it doesn't fit into the canon very well I still think it was well done like a lot of those episodes were just first of all beautiful you know as the art officer I'm always looking out for that but like uh, it's just 
something about it was different and it was awesome. And I, and I just, I'm sad that they don't think it's profitable enough to keep doing it. Well, they're doing the, a season two. They are? I'm pretty yes. sure. I'm pretty sure. The animation in the animation jump in Clone Wars season seven from Clone Wars season six changed me. I saw clips. Yeah. Clone Wars season seven is like the Clone Wars has like everything. It has like dumb episodes that are. It has objectively just terrible and bad episodes, and then it has amazing episodes. So it literally has everything. And I mean, I feel like Clone Wars kind of like helped build that whole foundation of like how do we do a three D CGI in a TV show time frame of, oh, we must make an episode in like one month mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I feel like, you know, as you watch the Clone Wars, it's like, you know, it, it like, it keeps on like getting the techniques better. And it's kind of like a really, it's really nice because it's a stylized version. But the reason why it's stylized because they don't have to put like six million polygons into their characters. So yeah. It kind of reminds me of Red versus Blue in that sense. Yeah. Like you can see <laughs> yeah, it better. Exactly. And I mean, like I th- to, to your point about the animation jump in um, season seven, the reason why is because, well, they had infinite time to work on season yeah. seven. Oh, no, <laughs> like, absolutely. They didn't have to make a. They didn't have a. Mu- they didn't have a month to make the, the episode. It's they just, had like three months to make an episode. Even in like writing oh, yeah. and just in yeah. pacing, it's so nice to watch the show go from like season one, which was admittedly extremely rough. But I loved it because I was a kid and didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it's nice seeing the jump and like it, again, it it lends itself perfectly to the Star Wars medium where it's just telling story, small stories. I just really like in the Star Wars universe. Well, before we go and talk about her for another hour on <laughs> our Star Wars geek time, <laughs> this is what happens on all of Geek Wave stuff. We go on complete tangents. So I imagine. If nice. anyone's listened to this, this is just par for the course now. Um, but yeah, anything kind of last suggestions, game craft overall, uh, anything to learn more about game development? Um, join our Discord. Yes. Join the Discord. Uh, do game jams. Link in the description. I got you. Yeah, we should make I sure you. because I, I, yeah, I realized a lot of people don't like. I met some people that were like seniors and didn't even know that GameCraft existed. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, we've got to and get them that's, on that. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, you. So, we are fixing Honestly, that. Thank you. We are fixing that. The yeah. link is. We're starting with Zab D. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There we go. This is the beginning of Pace, our ad campaign. Yeah. Literally, this is the beginning of our ad, our massive ad campaign. And with let me just tell everyone about Link. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, no. On the ad, like, guys, one LinkedIn beyond. One fourth of our posters will have a link, will be all about LinkedIn. Okay. We're, it's, we're actually we just going to put posters for LinkedIn. For LinkedIn. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, promoted this episode yeah. is sponsored by LinkedIn Kids Battle <laughs> Okay, I feel like the joke's gone too far. Fortnite Creative, sponsored by LinkedIn. This oh, is the God. LinkedIn map. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you stand on the white portions of the LinkedIn logo, you get buff. Guys, my mind glass stay LinkedIn. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Perfect. And that's where we will end it off. Stay LinkedIn. Make sure to join your guys' <laughs> Discord. <laughs> <laughs> on three. One, two, three. LinkedIn. Discord. Cool. LinkedIn. No one no, followed no, you no, on Cool. Okay, we can end it here. Yeah, we'll just end it. Cool. Thank you guys so much for yeah. listening all the way through. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the episode, uh, I am on pretty much all the um, discords under awesomejacks9821. Uh, so just shoot me an invite. You can also email me at j.day at usunmedia.com. Um, feel free to join our Discord. I'll put your guys' Discord in the description. Um, make sure to go to all of your guys' events. Uh, hopefully, I will be there with the next semester. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. Thank Woo. you. Take care, y'all. Let's go. Thanks for thanks for listening. And thanks everyone. Love yourself.